Countries that are endemic for neglected tropical diseases, or NTDs, aren't usually the easiest places to work. NTDs affect the poorest, least developed countries in the world. On today's episode, we are going to hear the story of a woman who helps keep an NTD program running in a particularly difficult country, Yemen. Dekra Anuzeli's devotion has helped the program continue, despite Yemen being in a civil war. To understand this devotion, you just need to hear her speak. Uh, this is how, how, how can I help my community? And this is my duty. And more than that, I don't know what I'm I, I, I supposed to do, but uh, I will not stop. My name is Greg Porter, and you are listening to the End Funds Listening Tour, a podcast where we hear the stories of people working around the world on the cause to end neglected tropical diseases. Dekra was born in Yemen and has been dedicated to helping underserved communities there for a while now. She went to medical school and became a pediatrician, and then the head of a neonatal unit. She was a breastfeeding activist and a childhood nutrition expert. Eventually, she decided that Yemen had a lot of people treating diseases, but not a lot of people working to prevent them in the first place. So she changed her focus. Then I stopped a while from that clinical part of medicine to feel that it's, Yemen is in need of preventive medicine rather than curative medicine. We, are, we have a pool, a huge pool of doctors, medical doctors in Yemen, but there's no prevention at all. And I fed up receiving the patients at the last stage dying on our hands. So I, I started there to think about moving to preventive medicine. Then, then actually, uh, I entered into the field of NTDs, as I told you. Through. She's been working on NTDs since 2009. Yemen has had some of the highest rates of NTDs in the Middle East. In 2013, one-third of the population required treatment for schistosomiasis, and more than 10 million children required treatment for intestinal worms. These worms stunt the growth of kids and cause long-term cognitive damage. In order to understand why her work is so important, you have to understand the context she is working in. She describes it this way. It's neglected in a neglected diseases in a neglected department within a neglected country. There are several reasons that make Yemen a difficult country to work in. It is very poor, one of the poorest countries in the Middle East. 42% of the country lives on less than $2 a day. But there are other obstacles too. Yemen is a culturally conservative country, especially in the rural areas. Because of this, treating women and girls is difficult. I mean, even when there isn't war in Yemen, it's a very challenging place to work. It's a, it's a very uh, conservative uh, uh, community. There was a real reluctance for girls to receive treatment um, from, from kind of male technicians. Um, and so that was a conscious decision on, on the part of the program to try and employ as many, as many women as possible. In such a conservative society, if you, if you weren't engaging with the, the female community members or the, or the female teachers, you would end up getting very poor coverage in, in girls. That is Michael French, a senior manager at RTI. He worked on the NTD program in Yemen with Dekra. Dekra noticed a lack of awareness for treatment among women and girls, so she lobbied the Ministry of Health. To be honest, at the beginning, in 2009 and 10, when I joined the program and I started to do supervision to the southern areas of Yemen, that was, I mean, approaching girls was really difficult. And I started uh, to look at that aspect and to look at that problem and talked with the Ministry of Health that we have to raise the awareness. And lay, uh, young, young uh, girls or women or 
students uh, in, in schools and their teachers even, whom are women, because we have a separate girls' schools, and uh, they, 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 their awareness was really low, and they think this drug might disturb their general status and cause sterility among them. Uh, then uh, I went back to the Ministry of Health and we talked about the issue and we have to um, strengthen the education and communication and IEC materials and raising awareness among such areas, especially in the southern part of Yemen. But she didn't just stop at raising awareness. She physically went to these schools. I entered myself into different schools to give a lecture, not a lecture, but a simple messages about that. And I took the drug. So don't worry about it. And please believe me. And because I'm one from the, that culture, they started to, to be relieved and from, from the burden of uh, listening to some rumors here and there. Michael French explains it this way. You see pictures and, and videos of her going into schools and uh, explaining the disease, explaining the symptoms, explaining why um, uh, treatment is important, explaining how to give the samples, and you can see that really resonated with the, with the populations. Poverty and a deep gender divide are large obstacles by themselves. But then, in 2015, Yemen was engulfed in a civil war. Sana'a is a city under siege. It is still ongoing today and has created a humanitarian disaster. Nearly three million people have been displaced from their homes. Entire areas have become difficult, if not impossible, to reach. And the country is now on the brink of a famine. There is no electricity, the water has been, there is no water in many areas. Uh, no clean and no water at all, not only clean or safe water. And the nutritional status is really bad uh, among uh, under five and even, uh, I would assume, within um, uh, school-aged children. And even though the fighting is still ongoing, Decker is helping to find solutions to keep these programs going. Of course, there are some security issues. Uh, some areas it's really difficult to reach but with with the connection with some local people there indirectly the drug have reached to the population and because there is uh, Yemen is still lucky to have the end fund and maybe other donors and other entities to support in the such conflict status so the commitment the commitment is there there is a high commitment in the in the Ministry of Health and the uh, Department of uh, uh, Neglected Tropical Disease or uh, uh, Surveillance um, to continue if the fund is available. So by, the, by having the end fund and their intention and great actually intention to still to support Yemen, people were able to go to the, even the non-secured areas because the population there is still a need. Uh, and no, nobody in, in the conflict, as the whole world knows, that uh, is caring about uh, some other aspects of health in Yemen. But we, were, we are lucky, and the Yemeni uh, population and the neglected tropical disease department is still lucky to have the donors looking at the, at, at the, at the problem at this time. I know the war interrupted so many things and issues towards supporting NTDs in Yemen, but the commitment that is still with the global community, as I can see from this summit, 
is really um, uh, bringing the, the, the gratitude and happiness within, within, within myself. And Dekra um, has just been, has shown sheer sort of determination and commitment um, despite the challenging environment to work in. She's um, been remote for some time, but nonetheless stays very connected to her ministry colleagues and other partners that are involved. She's very inclusive, um, and she you know, goes the extra mile to ensure, despite the challenging environment, that we're able to reach um, the most school-aged children as part of um, the deworming program. So for example, just last year in 2016, nearly 360,000 school-age children received treatment for schistosomiasis and soil-transmitted helmets. Um, the coverage was excellent. Um, over that is Karen Palacio. She is a senior director on the program's team here at the ENFA. I think the program in Yemen has been successful for a few different reasons. Um, the first being you have a broad range of um, partners involved, including the Ministry of he Public Health and Population, the World Health Organization, the World Bank, the N Fund and the Schistosomiasis Control Initiative. You've also seen um, the ministry itself um, demonstrate its commitment and leadership to NTDs. Uh, and lastly, you have the community support, especially in very hard to reach areas um, due even to the commitment of local community leaders and others. The program's really been able to get treatment out to, to insecure areas. The program found that the prevalence of infection of schistosomiasis was about 7% in 2016, which is a significant reduction of almost 60% since the program started in 2010. And of course, Decker has her own thoughts on why the program in Yemen has been so successful. It's the, 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 the love and the harmony among the team in, in who are implementing the, the program. It's the... the let me say the awareness that this team have and the capacity that they have to to utilize whatever they have in their in in, in their hands to uh, provide services to their community all of yemen's problems wouldn't be solved if ntds vanished from the country tomorrow but it would remove one of the barriers harming the yemeni population Thank you to Dekra Anuzeli and Michael French for sharing their stories for this episode of The Listening Tour. The Listening Tour is a production of The End Fund, with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. If you'd like more information, visit us at end.org. That is E-N-D dot org. Or follow us for updates on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. <laughs>